my name is Braden Cotton Game, and this is for the English 102 class. I am doing a podcast because I feel like I can engage with my audience and just talk to them like I would a normal person and not have to, you know, write like a big essay because I don't, I don't like doing that, and this class actually gives me the tools not to do that and encourages for other other ways of um, reporting your research and engaging with your audience. So my research, I decided to do mental health. I decided to do mental health because this has been a crazy year. I, I think everybody can agree with me that this year has been insane. Um, when you first think about mental health, I'm sure everybody thinks about the emotional, psychological, social, all those things, you know, um, how you interact with people, and that's exactly what it is. I mean, quick definition is mental health includes our emotional, physiological, and social well-being. It affects how we think, feel, and act. It also helps determine how we handle stress, relate to others, and make choices. Mental health is important at every stage of life, from childhood and adolescence through adulthood. And I'm getting this from mentalhealth.gov. This is a great website. If anybody would like to get on here and research yourself, I would I encourage that. But um, I agree with that definition. You know, I think that mental health is important through every stage of life. I mean, the world is a hard place to live in sometimes and we need to be able to uh, check our mental health and recover and know how to fix ourselves. but there can be biological factors such as genes or brain chemistry that can make you more of a anxious person or depressed person person and also other mental health disorders uh, life experiences such as trauma or abuse can also be a factor and also family history. Um, just some early warning signs that I can go over that's on this source is uh, eating or sleeping too much or too little, uh, pulling away from people and usual activities, having low or no energy, um, having unexplained aches and pains. I don't I don't know if that's really um accurate warning sign, but it could be. Uh, I'm sure these people know. Uh, smoking, drinking, or using drugs for coping. That can be with a breakup or family member passing. That can be an early, an early warning sign of depression or anxiety. Um, let me pull up a different source real quick. Uh, another source I'm pulling up, it's from The Lancet, it's No Health Without Mental Health, and I, I like this source a lot because it talks about how mental health is 14% of the global bo- burden of disease, and that blows my mind because, I mean, if you think 14% of the world's problems of, like, diseases, and it's 14%, that's, that's huge, and I want to get into, I want to cover 
uh, depression and anxiety, mostly in this episode. Uh, I actually enjoy doing podcasts. I've, this is my first podcast, but I, I like to watch Joe Rogan and other people's podcasts. But um, we'll we'll get started about uh, depression and anxiety. Let me uh, pull up another source real quick. So, <clears throat> I have another source put up. It's called helpguide.org. And the reason why I'm using all these sources is because I just want my information to be accurate. And, um, and it, it helps me helps me talk through this. But um, depression, what is depression? Depression is feeling down all the time and you cannot explain it. Even if you are happy and you are having fun, you're still like feeling down that that's depression. And depression can be triggered by many things. Um, loved ones passing, um, other factors that I've mentioned can be the cause, but... Um, I think that COVID has definitely been the biggest thing to do with this year, and I know everyone can agree with that. Um, let me pull up this other source that talks about COVID. Okay, so my other source, it's... Um, it's coronavirus anxiety scale, a brief mental health screener for COVID-19 related anxiety, which is actually very interesting. <clears throat> this says mental health concerns of people impacted by the coronavirus pandemic have not been adequately addressed. I agree with that. The objective of this study was to develop and evaluate the properties of the coronavirus anxiety scale, which is a brief mental health screener to identify probable causes of dysfunctional anxiety associated with the COVID-19 crisis. This five-item scale, which was based on 775 adults with anxiety over the coronavirus, demonstrated solid reliability and validity Elevated coronavirus anxiety scale scores were found to be associated with coronavirus diagnosis, impairment, alcohol slash drug coping, negative negative religious coping, extreme hopelessness, suicidal addiction, as well as attitudes toward President Trump and Chinese products. Okay, so <clears throat> that was a lot, but... I think I, I really like this study. Um, they basically got the participants to rank different things one to five. Uh, things that included testing positive for Corona, uh, the president's response, uh, economic changes due to Corona, uh, the social changes, uh, psychological, like things that are related with corona and then it also mentioned <coughs> oh, sorry 
uh, alcohol and drug coping. And I think that's a, a good point to make because a lot of people don't think of uh, drinking or using drugs as a mental problem, but it definitely can be. Um, and this this study actually showed that, I mean, based based on the scale, the elevated scores. I mean, showed that people can have extreme anxiety from the coronavirus. <clears throat> but uh, let's get back to depression and anxiety because we touched on corona. So depression and anxiety are related and there are different types. There can be mild and moderate depression, um, major depression, atypical depression, uh, season, seasonal affective disorder. I mean, there's a lot of different things. And depression is actually complicated. Um, I mean, there can be medications to help with depression, but I think it's better to try to fix it yourself and then go to a doctor when you need the help. And that actually brings me to my other topic I want to touch on. Let me pull up my... Other. Okay. So, when we're talking about depression and anxiety, uh, depression and anxiety disorders are among the most common illnesses in the community and in primary care. Uh, patients with depression often have features of anxiety disorders, and those with anxiety disorders commonly also have depression. That is why they are linked. They are very common, and they are very similar um, um, I have actually uh, I wouldn't say that I've had anxiety or depression I just I kind of have had a bad mental state at one point in my life and how I got through that was I've decided to try to be a healthier person and go to the gym and eat better and that kept my mind off other things that were making me have that bad mental state and I want to talk about um, the treatment that you can do for yourself if you are thinking you have a bad mental like state or maybe have depression and anxiety, let me get that pulled up. So this is a source. It's from springerlink.com. It is called Physical Activity and Mental Health. It was published uh, September 24th in 2012. 
the first thing it says is physical activity may play an important role in the management of mild to moderate mental health diseases, especially depression and anxiety. Uh, This is why I wanted to do a podcast. I just wanted to be able to talk about these things and put them into a perspective that typing an essay you can't do. Um, for me, um, it definitely changed my mindset, my mindset and give me something to live by, by being able to go to the gym and try to improve my health and my well-being. Um, so let's, let's, let's get into this. So, obviously, uh, being physically active and trying to be healthier has benefits, you know. Um, If you are active, you have more energy, you can, um, I mean, you feel better, I mean, you gain confidence. That That was the biggest thing for me. I was confident in myself, and I got out of that bad mental state. Um... So this talks about how if you are depressed, you just uh, like you don't feel like you probably don't feel like getting up and going to the gym. And if you if you can push through that and go to the gym, you will feel better and you will have those better health benefits. So this talks about how some people use physical activity as a treatment, which I think works. Um, it worked for me. Uh, sorry, I'm I'm a little sick, so that's why I've been like coughing. And anyway, so it says few studies have addressed the usefulness of physical activity in the treatment of depression depressive symptoms among hospitalized or clinically depressed persons. So they investigated the effects of aerobic training on depression as measured by the Beck Depression Inventory among a group of 43 hospitalized male and female adults with diagnostic and statistically manual of mental disorders criteria depression. So they studied the <coughs> aerobic training on people with depression. So after after ten weeks they showed clinically a, a decrease in the depressive symptoms 
both short and long co- uh, courses of exercise. So I guess they had them to do two different exercises, two different groups. Uh, so obviously physical activity is a great treatment if you do feel like you are in a bad mental state. Um, there are medicines that you can take and there are other things if you cannot if you cannot get up and go to the gym and try to be or you can always try to be healthy but I guess what I'm saying is if you're not able to go to the gym there are different things let me pull up another source So hopefully if you're not able to go to the gym and maybe lift weights or run on a treadmill, you can do yoga. And, I mean, this study is from um, ScienceDirect.com. It's the effects of yoga on depression and anxiety. Um, This one's actually effects of yoga on depression and anxiety of women but I think that this one's on women because I don't think men are more open to yoga even though yoga is actually very very good for the body so this says yoga has often been perceived as a method of stress management that can assist in Helping with depression and anxiety disorders. And I agree with that. Um, The study sought to evaluate the influence of yoga. In relieving symptoms of depression and anxiety in women. Who were referred to a yoga clinic. So these participants were referred to a yoga clinic. And this was from July 2006 to July 2007. So it's kind of recent. Okay, so the the experimental group participated in twice-weekly yoga classes of 90 minutes for two months. The control group was assigned to a waiting list and did not receive yoga. But both groups were evaluated again after two-month study period. Two months is it's actually the perfect time. Like, if, if you've never been to a gym and you want to decide to be healthy if you go to the gym consistently for two months you will see a lot of change so this is talking about the results um, and it has some numbers but it says that statistically there was a decrease in the depression symptoms or in the state of depression and anxiety in the women. And that there was a significant reduction in perceived levels of anxiety and depression in these women. And I think that's true. I mean, obviously, the physical health um, and mental health is important. But the physical health can help the mental health and vice versa. Um, I know I've talked a lot and this has been kind of a long podcast, but I just want to get my message across that 
basically, uh, mental health is very important, and this year has been very, very crazy. Uh, <coughs> I'm actually sick right now, and I probably have COVID. I cannot smell anything, and I've had sinus problems, and talking this long has got me uh, a little choked up, but that, that's fine. Um but yeah, uh, I just want to end with one more note. Um, if you do feel like you're in a, or if you do feel like you are in a bad mental state, or you are depressed and have anxiety, do not be scared to go reach out and get help. It can be, it can be very tough, especially uh, in 2020 with COVID, obviously because of the social distance and things like that. If your gym is closed, it can also be hard to get in the gym, obviously, if it's closed. Uh, but try your best. Uh, I do think that if you try to be a healthier person and focus on that, you will get out of your bad mental state, and you will gain confidence as a person. Um but yeah, um, thank you for listening to my first episode of my podcast. And actually, I actually enjoyed this. Uh, it was pretty fun. Uh, I'm glad that this class allows you to uh, engage your audience in different ways. And yeah, thank you.